The octopus goddess looked forward to being a grandmother and ensured her mortal daughter had all she needed. However, the child was born from the mother's head. It was a boy who in seconds stood, walked, then ran. Biting off his umbilical cord, the child avoided being touched by mortals, then cleaned his coating of birth fluid by rubbing against palm trees. He was the Micronesian trickster god, Olifat. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 123, the Micronesian trickster god, Olifat. Seriously, this guy is something else. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. A big mahalo nui loa to all of you who purchased our Legends from the Pacific, book one, and left a rating. I look forward to giving you a shout out for your review. Just click the link in our show notes and purchase your Legends from the Pacific, book one, today. Later in this episode, your featured song in Hawaiian word, but first, let me share with you possibly one of the craziest gods around. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. Olifat, who is also known as Yilavath, Orofath, Iolofath, or Wolfat. His mother was the mortal daughter of the octopus goddess, while his father was the god of knowledge. Because he wiped his birth fluid onto palm trees, this explains how red-trunked palm trees got their color. Olifat quickly matured and was possibly unattractive or average-looking, because he was jealous of his siblings' and cousins' looks. His jealousy became lethal when he saw his relatives swimming and playing with sharks. At this time, sharks didn't have teeth, so Olifat gave the predators their teeth to have a laugh at his attractive relatives. The trickster is also credited with giving scorpionfish their spines and stingrays their tails. While Olifat may have been unattractive or average-looking at best, he was an unmatched seducer, and no women were safe. Olifat became so troublesome that the gods moved him to heaven via a pillar of smoke. But the trickster continued his reign of terror, disrupting the gods, destroying their things, and seducing their daughters. When Olifat discovered the gods were coming to kill him, he ran into an uncompleted house and hid in a foundation hole. As the gods grabbed a pole, the trickster dug a side tunnel so when they speared the hole, Olifat was safe and tossed red mud and leaves. Seeing the debris, the gods believed they killed the problem child. But Olifat was just getting started by pretending to be an evil ghost. After a while, the gods realized Olifat faked his death and convinced him to stop his ruckus behavior by sending him on tasks. Now, these tasks were supposed to kill the trickster, but he was too clever until a deadly fish killed him. The god of knowledge felt sorry for his son and resurrected him. 
long ago, a rat, bird, and crab were hungry. The rat convinced the bird to get a coconut and the crab to open it. When they did, the coconut was split and the rat devoured the larger half. The bird and crab shared the smaller half but were still hungry and mad at the rat. The rat looked at the glistening ocean and wanted to relax on the sea. Its whiskers twitched. You should be happy I ate that horrible coconut because there's tastier food on the other island. There is, the bird and crab said. But how are we going to get there? We'll use this coconut husk. We can't go now, the bird and crab said. A journey like that takes time, and we've never seen a nearby island. Well, we'd be there already if you weren't wasting time arguing, the rat said. And I thought you were hungry. The bird and crab made a canoe with the husks and pushed it out into the water while the rat enjoyed himself. In the water, the three realized they didn't plan on how to paddle. A current swept them out. The sky darkened and rain filled their makeshift canoe. The bird shook, stretched its wings, and flew off. The crab scurried overboard and swam home. The rat yelled for help as the canoe sank. The rat woke. An octopus held him. I heard you needed help. Yes, the rat barked. Take me back to the island at once. The octopus chuckled. I won't continue going out of my way for you unless you give me something. The rat's whiskers twitched. I have a great gift I can give you if you return me to my island. The octopus agreed, placed the rat on its rubbery head and swam towards the island. The rat's stomach churned and he relieved himself on the octopus, but never told him. The octopus reached the island. Now, my reward. The rat jumped onto land and laughed. I've given you my great gift on your head. The octopus's tentacles smeared the rat poo. The rat laughed and ran into the forest. It should be noted that variations to the story have different animals as the rat's friends, and one of the more drastic changes replaces the octopus with a turtle who's knocked on his back and eaten by the rat. But I digress. Our story explains why octopus and rats hate each other. Pacific cultures use lures that look sort of like a rat, which octopus leave their reef to attack. But the connections don't end there. Some cultures believe the rat is associated with their trickster god, and octopus ink is referred to as rat feces. In regards to the rat being a trickster, we saw a glimpse of this in our Chinese Zodiac story that was in episode 3 about Chinese New Year. Back to Oliphant, he traverses the God's realm and our realm by riding down on a bolt of lightning and ascending on a pillar of smoke. The downside with him being among us is his lightning ride causes fires. So when the gods have enough of him, he takes a lightning bolt to us. Until we've had enough of him, then he's back to the gods. I mean, seriously, this guy is truly a trickster god. Look at all the havoc he causes, and we're not even done yet. Really, this guy is the uninvited guest you don't want coming over, because not only did he make sharks, scorpionfish, and stingrays deadly, but he's also blamed for convincing termites and ants to devour homes until they collapse. He also causes wine to sour and eggs to go bad. Loki's got nothing on this guy. Anyway, some Pacific cultures identify him as the god of fire, 
not only because his grand entrances cause fires, but get this now, he gave mortals fire. Wow, right? So he sent a bird to the sun, and it returned with some of it on its beak, which he gave to us. The fire, not the bird. Just being clear. But with all this, men seek his guidance to seduce or woo the woman they desire. Oliphant will offer help through dreams or visions. What a bro. Then again, Oliphant will sometimes distort his father's messages when he conveys knowledge to mortals, causing misunderstandings and confusion. He just can't help himself. However, along with helping men seduce women, Oliphant is credited with giving mortals the art of tattooing. Okay, on the subject of tattoos and confusion, we're going to take a time out and move over to Samoa, who got tattooing thanks to the conjoined twins, Tayama and Tilafanga. The sisters went to Fiji to learn the art of tatau, or tattoo. But while returning to Samoa, the sisters were distracted. They forgot the Fijian rules, and men were tattooed, not women. As a side note, one of the sisters, Tilafanga, was the mother to the Samoan goddess of war, Nafanua. In ancient Micronesia, two women went to the beach looking for food. Along the low tide reef was an octopus. You two can eat me, it said. Are you sure? The women said. But we don't know how to cook you. The octopus told them what leaves, rocks, and wood to use for their earth oven. They thanked the octopus and took him home. They followed his instructions, placed him in the ground, thanked him, then left for an hour. The octopus laughed. The items never got hot enough to cook him, and he got comfortable in his sauna. As the woman approached, the octopus left the pit and crawled back into the ocean. The women were left with a batch of octopus ink. They mixed it with things, grated coconut, and ate it. The next day, they went to the beach looking for food. Along the low tide reef was the octopus. You two can eat me, it said. No, the women said. We tried that and it didn't work. That's because you did it wrong, the octopus said. Try again and this time make sure you do it right. They took the octopus home and began working, but gathered the hottest wood, rock, and proper leaves. As the octopus relaxed in his sauna, he ended up cooked, and the women enjoyed their meal. Do you know who the Hawaiian volcano god was before Pele? Or who the Hawaiian god of poison was? Become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member to hear these rare stories, enjoy early access to our episodes, and other nifty benefits. So click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. As always, a big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members, whose support keeps our show going. Just a reminder that our show is now released on Wednesdays instead of Sunday, but I do my best to have new episodes for our Patreon members before the weekend. Today, Olifat has been seen in some media, because not a lot of people know of him. So, what we learn? Olifat is definitely a wild and crazy god. Also, how the gods treated him reminded me of Sun Wukong, or the Monkey King, 
and all the torment he put the Chinese gods through. But returning to Olifat, I really enjoyed how he travels on lightning and causes fires. That's pretty fun and dynamic right there, as long as your stuff isn't part of his devastation. Still, this guy knows how to make an entrance that perfectly fits him. And I feel that right there is worth the price of admission. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. I'd really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Thunder by Christian Yirizari, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is pupule. Pupuli means crazy. An example of pupuli is Beetlejuice can get pupuli at times. Once again, pupuli is Hawaiian for crazy. As a side note, a popular word for crazy is lolo. Beetlejuice seems kind of tame compared to Olifat. Did you think I was going to say Beetlejuice three times? Ah, I couldn't help it. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho! I